Hey, Paul. Christopher. We've been doing this intro for a long time, haven't we? Yeah. You know what? I think it's about time to maybe, you know, shake things mix, up a Mix it up a little? Mix it up. You know what? I've got the perfect inspiration for you. You ready? I'm Here not inspired by much, go. but I'll, I'll go for it, yeah. Just a moment. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do then? Just pretend to be inspired by this music? I'm not inspired by this music anymore, Paul. You can keep trying, man. But the more you pound on the desk, the less likely it is for my computer to play this audio. That makes me angry. Anyone. Anyways. Anyways. Be inspired. I think I'm ready now. Let's go. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Yes! Created from the, the cosmic four. legends of the universe. Superman. Yes! <laughs> that was Wonder Woman. That was a train. The last one was true. Batman. Is that a car? Is he a that car? was a Batmobile, man. Yeah. Aquaman. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Dolphins. Sharks. Oh, I was so close. I thought I had. And those three junior super friends. That nobody ever cares about. Can that about. be me? Can <laughs> no, I be a no, junior that's just, super that's friend? That's just a cheap, cheap Scooby-Doo knockoff. Seriously, though. I don't. <laughs> Feel inspired. Get ready for it. The common man has left the room. Oh, that's, you know, it's sad, but I, I do think it's time for that transition. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't that inspiring song that it once was. You know, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I maybe don't think if it were, maybe they did it in saxophone. Um, they do do it in saxophone. Really? Yeah. Oh. But I don't think it'd be as inspiring. I actually think it'd be <laughs> less inspiring by saxophones. I, I'm being completely honest. Wah, wah, I have a clip. Wah. Do you want to hear the clip of the sax? I'll play the you can you can middle try of the clip. Okay. Of the saxophone one. Here, here you go. See, that's amazing. I mean, it's nice, yeah, but it's really not that inspired. You look very inspired. I am, I am you want to see if you guys could see Paul's eyes right now? They just like lit up once he heard that saxophones can play the same music the trumpets can play. He just <laughs> he freaked out. He freaked out. So, so that's, Anyways, that's nice. I think we should do an introduction to the show. I think Welcome. we should talk about what we do here. Welcome to the CP After Dusk, Chris and Paul After Dusk, Chris and Paul After Dusk, PC After Dusk, Paul and Chris. I don't care no, what you call it. Let's not do that again. It's CP. Okay. That, we'll, that's we'll just the way with it is. That. It's I've given up so much for you, Chris. I've even let you have the name first. That's true. You, you you're cried more, as- You're more important. As, as last show- as last show showed, you did cry when I was gone. No, we've got yeah. a lot of cool stuff yeah. what, in what? store for you. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff. Uh, we do have an awesome show today. Yes. Um, what we'll be doing is instead of trying to be funny like we usually do and failing pretty, pretty well, miserably. I mean, sometimes we get it right. Sometimes, about one out of ten times. But we have something even better this time. Are you we, excited? Yes, I'm, I, I know what's going on, so I don't have to say anything. <laughs> okay. so I'm just going to be quiet over here and not talk and not be a part of the conversation. I was letting you be part of the conversation. The point no, I'm not, is, I'm not, I'm not mad or anything. It's just I, I just I, I knew everything. So I, what would you, all right. So here's what we're doing, everybody. We are going to be playing some uh, some some fancy older clips. Um, we have Fireside Theater. Fireside Theater. What else we and got? Oh, what is the other one? And a Monty Python clip. So get excited. They're good clips. Um, they're really funny. So we're gonna open up with one. But first, I think we should tell them how they can get a hold of us. 
and what kind of questions we'll be asking. Absolutely. So uh, the way you can get a hold of us, mm-hmm. you want to Skype us. You know you do. Just get on Skype. Everybody's got Skype. If you got mm-hmm. a if you got a microphone, you can use Skype, and you can chat. You can send us a, a call, preferably if you got a good a good internet connection. Exactly. Otherwise, what is that Skype name, Paul? Gets, that Skype name is WMSRDJ. And guess what? What else can they? They do? can also call in. What? Yes, that's what? they can. So if you uh, if you have a cellular device or a, a landline telephone, and you this can is, call this, this number. Is, this is better if you have a kind of shoddy um, internet connection right now. Go ahead and call us at 513-437-0035. That's double O-D-J. Zero DJ. It's cool. so fun. I'm excited. Let's let's play this first clip. You ready? I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready for it. Okay. This is uh, the Firesign Theater. If you haven't heard of them, they're, they're a group that did kind of some older... Old-timey spoofs. Um, so <laughs> they're, they're very clever. This, very, this very first clever. one is a little longer, so we might fade it out, but it is Nick Danger. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy. Listen, listen closely. Los Angeles. He walks again by night. Out of the fog, into the smog. <laughs> Relentlessly. Ruthlessly, I wonder where Ruth is. doggedly, toward his weekly meeting with the unknown. At 4th and Drucker, he turns left. At Drucker and 4th, he turns right. He crosses MacArthur Park and walks into a great sandstone building. Oh, my nose! Groping for the door, he steps inside, climbs the 13 steps to his office. He walks in. He's ready for mystery. He's ready for excitement. He's ready for anything. He's... Nick Danger, third eye. Uh, I want to order a, a pizza to go and no anchovies. No anchovies? You've got the wrong man. I spell my name, Danger. What? The makers of fantastic cigarettes, long in the leaf and short in the can, bring you another true story from the tattered case book of Nick Danger, third eye. Let's join him now in the adventure we call... Cut him off at the past! Let's get down to business. Uncross those beautiful stems of yours, baby. Here's the case I call number 666. It all began innocently enough on Tuesday. I was sitting in my office on that drizzly afternoon, listening to the monotonous staccato of rain on my desktop and reading my name on the glass of my office door. Regnad Kisten. My secretary lay snoring on the floor, her long, beautiful gams pinioned under the couch. I didn't hear him enter... But my nostrils flared at the smell of his perfume. Pyramid patchouli. There was only one joker in L.A. sensitive enough to wear that scent. And I had to find out who he was. Good afternoon, Mr. Danger. I'm Rocky Rococo. Thanks, Half Pint. You just saved me a lot of investigative work. Maybe yes, maybe no. Do you know what this is? I had to think for a minute. What cruel game was he playing? Uh, that's a brown paper bag. That's correct. Now, look inside, Mr. Danger. What do you see? That's easy. That's a pickle. Very good. Now, I think you're ready for this. Why, that's nothing but a two-bit ring from a crackerback, Jocks. I'll sell it to you for $5,000. <laughs> what kind of a chump do you take me for? First class. That tarnished piece of tin is worthless. Worthless? <laughs> Not to Melanie Haber. Melanie Haber? You may remember her as Audrey Farber. Audrey Farber? 
Susan Underhill? Susan Underhill? How about Betty Joe Bialoski? Betty Joe Bialoski. I hadn't heard that name since college. Everyone knew her as Nancy. Then it all came rushing back to me like the hot kiss at the end of a wet fist. It was pig night at the Omani Padme Sigma house. We had escaped from the crowd and stood trembling under the dwarf maples. Oh, oh, Nicky, I, I don't know what to say. This is the most beautiful ring I've ever seen. Yeah, Nancy, it's really neat. It cost me $5,000. Oh, Nicky, I... Well, how can I ever repay you? Well, gee whiz, Nancy. How about 500 down and a 36-month contract? What? Or you could marry me. That's impossible, Nick. I can't marry you. I, I can't even tell you why. Maybe someday. All right, Nancy. I understand. Sign here. Oh, Nick. I'll never forgive you. And I'll never forget you neither, Nancy. And that's why I called you today, Nancy. I mean, Mrs. Haber. Something reminded me of that time so long ago under the dwarf maples. I don't know what prompted you to get in touch with me, but you called just in the nick of time. You haven't lost your delicate sense of humor, have you, Nancy? What? Nick, I can't talk to you now. You have to get out of here right away. My husband, he... It's the same old place in Santa Barbara, Nicky. Oh, hurry, Nicky, I need you. I can't... Nancy! I slipped the ring into my nose and the receiver into my pocket and headed for the door quickly. But I'd forgotten the little man with the evil grin. Just a second, danger. What about my pickup? You're lucky you still have your brown paper bag, small change. Ah! Danger, you haven't seen the last of me. No, but the first of you turns my stomach. You'll be ready for me again, danger. I headed down the hall in the opposite direction toward the fire escape. I hadn't a moment to lose. Hey, danger. Oh. Where's the fire? In your eyes, Lieutenant Bradshaw. Don't get wise with me, Peeper. You're lucky we didn't burn you on the Anselmo pederasty case. Look, you caught him, didn't you? Yeah, but the punk got away, no thanks to you. <laughs> well, what brings your flat feet sniffing around here now, copper? Just a friendly word of advice, Danger. Yeah? What? Don't go sticking your big nose into police business. Sure, Lieutenant. Is that all? No. Don't talk with your mouth full. Okay, Bradshaw. And don't fidget while I talk to you. Sure, And Lieutenant. stop tracking mud across my nice okay. clean... Okay. When I hit the street, the rain had already turned L.A. into a mud river. It was a short swim down Alvarado to my convertible. I had to get to Santa Barbara in a big hurry. As I whipped onto Mulholland Drive, the lights were just twinkling out across the San Fernandino Valley. I could barely make them out through the driving rain. Then a hard ride down Big Tajunga Canyon. My tires squealed as I hit several feet. A right, a left, a left, another right, a left of the body, a right, and into a gas station. Hey, Pop! All right, all right, hold your horses, I'm coming. Hey, uh, where am I? You can't get there from here. But I'm looking for the same old place. Oh, you must mean the old same place, sonny. It's right out back. Here's the key. Four hours later, I parked my car in the carriage house and walked up the gray gravel driveway between a line of dwarf maples toward the pillared entrance of the same mansion. It had been snowing in Santa Barbara ever since the top of the page, and I had to shake the cornstarch off my mucklucks as I lifted the heavy obsidian door knocker. Hey, in there! Open up! Your door knocker fell off. 
What's all this brouhaha? Brouhaha? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Don't you want this door knocker? I already have one. But this is yours. You see? I told you. We used to have another one, but he vanished mysteriously. All right, come in out of the cornstarch and dry your mucklucks by the fire. Let me introduce myself. I am Nick Danger. No, let me introduce myself. I am Nick Danger. If you're so smart, why don't you pick up your cues faster? Are those my cues? Yes, and they must be dry by now. Why don't you pull them up out of the cellophane before they scorch? <laughs> All right, sir. May I take your hat and goat? Yes, sir. I assume you've come to see my mistress, Mr. Danger. I don't care about your private life or what his name is. I've come to see Nancy... Uh, Mrs. Haber. Mrs. Haber? Audrey Farber. Audrey Farber? How about Betty Jo Bialowski? Oh, you mean Nancy. Well, she's in the aviary stunting trees. I shall return with her straight away. You may wait here in the sitting room, or you can sit here in the waiting room. There was something fishy about the butler. I think he was a Pisces, probably working for scale. I felt a thin shiver run up my spine as I sat down on the cold marble floor. What was it about this place? The atmosphere was as phony as the Tudor balustrade that leered at me from the top of the staircase. And there she stood, radiant. All those curves showing through that flimsy burnous. It was Nancy running down the stairs. All the familiar sounds and smells of pig night came rushing back like a good snort of scotch. Then it struck me. Twenty years later, and she still knocked me out. Okay, guys, that was the first edition of Nick Danger. If you want to kick out, or if you want to kick out, if you want to check out Nick Danger Part 2, you can find that on YouTube. Most likely. Um, most likely on YouTube, or you can actually probably find it on this other, other places as well. Firesign Theater, it's a great troupe. We'll be playing some more of their stuff later on. Definitely will be playing more of that. That, that was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Nick Danger with uh, Firesign Theater. That was, uh, he was dealing with all the, all the cornstarch and, and cellophane in the world. Do you, you want to explain to our <laughs> listeners what exactly that means? Because while both you and I understand exactly, exactly what he's yeah. talking about, yeah. I think some of them don't. So the way they... Uh, the idea of Fireside Theater is to get you to feel like you're really experiencing the story. And when they, the way they do that is they put in great sound effects and stuff. Yes. Um, and they also realize that they're doing these sound effects. <laughs> they realize it, and they realize the comedic nature of it. So they mention it in their in their stuff. So anytime you heard, come out of the cornstarch and come sit down by the, the, the cellophane fire or something like that, they're actually referring to the objects they use to make the noise. Exactly. Cornstarch, uh, we might bring it in another time. Um, that's how you make basically the crunching and snow sound. Right. Um, so that's why he said come out of the cornstarch instead of snow. And then draw, cellophane, and we actually... Draw off your mud flaps. If they go to our podcast mm-hmm. on our blog, they can hear us using cellophane <laughs> as a fire in our first show, which was a couple weeks ago. The campfire so show, yeah. Go check out our podcast. You can get there from our group. Um, what is it called now? Chris and Paul After Dusk? CP, CP After Dusk. After Dusk? It, Chris and Paul After Dusk. Yeah. But the blog is cpafterdusk.blogspot.com. There you go. That's even easier. Absolutely. So, okay, Paul. Well, they are a lot funnier than we are. We do have to do our own original material. So let's talk about something that callers can use um, when they call in. Sure. Uh, this is the theme of the week, the the question of the week, and that is favorite childhood cartoons. So, Paul, oh, how about beautiful. you start off? You know what? I'm ready for you. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> 
Dexter's Laboratory, everybody. So, uh, easily, the, the one of the best cartoons I've ever experienced as a child. Chris, uh, what, what are your first thoughts on, on Dexter's Lab? You know, it's my, my favorite childhood cartoon. Uh, I actually, my little brother was super into it. Yeah. Um, it might have been because he's the scientist of the family. I I enjoyed it, but I think, I, I don't know, maybe I was just too old for it. it was, I think <laughs> it was a little bit past my generation. That's right. You are like a year and a half older than yeah, me. Yeah, that's what completely that different Cartoon Network cartoons. We're talking. You're right. Um, you're right. We're talking. More Oh Yeah. and Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, I, I still no, watched that one. <laughs> no, I mean, what what were those Cartoon Network? We had like Cow and Chicken. Do you remember that? That I was do. old even for me. Cow and Chicken was Right around where I started. Exactly. So Cow and Chicken, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo was the best, one of the best. And then <laughs> Dexter's Lab. Um, we had then, I think what started getting too young for me, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I, that was the one I stuck around for and carried through until they got to like all the eggplant episodes. <laughs> little little too much for me. <laughs> exactly. And there's um, there's one more, the, the Reaper, the Grim Reaper, Billy and Mandy. You remember that one? Mm, yes. That was that definitely was, too young. That was one I just couldn't do. So um, that was the kind of cartoons that Paul liked. So if you want to call in at WMSR <laughs> DJ or 513-437-00DJ-0035, go ahead and give us a call and tell us what your favorite childhood cartoon was. Anyways, we'll we'll get back to mine in a second. And we have quite a few emails, correct? You do. We have like two or three to get through. So get excited about so those. So check that out. We'll, we'll be getting to those at the end of the show. Most but likely. right now, we're going to go to a Monty Python clip. <laughs> uh, you want to give a brief intro about this one, sir? Absolutely. This is um, Monty Python. If For those of you that don't know, or it was an acting troupe that uh, did some similarly funny, kind of witty uh, video, like TV shows. And this one is about an argument. A man wants to have an argument. So he goes to the local... Uh, I guess it's like a, it's a, it's an office building That's where they just you need to know. They just do silly things. Enjoy, everyone. Uh, I'd like to have an argument, please. Certainly, sir. Have you been here before? No, I haven't. This is my first time. I see. Well, do you want to have just one argument, or were you thinking of taking a course? Well, what is the cost? Well, it's one pound for a five-minute argument, but only eight pounds for a course of ten. Well, I think it would be best if I perhaps started off with just the one and then see how it goes. Fine. Well, I'll see who's free at the moment. Uh, Mr. DeBakey's free, but he's a little bit conciliatory. Ah, yes. Try Mr. Barnard, room 12. Thank you. What do you want? Well, I was told outside that... Don't give me that, you snotty-faced heap of parrot droppings. What? Shut your festering gob, your tit. Your type really makes me puke, you vacuous, coffee-nosed, malodorous pervert. Look, I came here for an argument. I'm not going to just... Oh, oh, I'm sorry, but this is abuse. Oh, I see. Well, that explains... Oh, yes. You want room 12A just along the corridor. Oh, thank you very much. Sorry. Not at all. Thank you. Stupid git. Come in. Uh, is this the right room for an argument? I've told you once. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? Just now. No, you didn't. I did. Didn't. Did. Didn't. I'm telling you I did. You did not. Oh, I'm sorry. Just one moment. Um, is this a five-minute argument or the full half hour? Oh, just the uh, five minutes. Ah, thank you. Anyway, I did. You most certainly did not. Look, let's get this thing clear. I quite definitely told you. No, you did not. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You didn't. Did. Well, look, this isn't an argument. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's just contradiction. No, it isn't. It is. It is not. Look, you just contradicted me. I did not. Oh, you did. No, no, no. You did just then. Nonsense. Oh, look, this is futile. No, it isn't. I came here for a good argument. No, you didn't. No, you came here for an argument. Well, an argument isn't just contradiction. 
Can be? No, it can't. An argument is a connected series of statements intended to establish a proposition. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It's not just contradiction. Look, if I argue with you, I must take up a contrary position. Yes, but that's not just saying, no, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Argument is an intellectual process. Contradiction is just the automatic gainsaying of any statement the other person makes. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Not at all. No, no. Good morning. What? That's it. Good morning. I was just getting interested. Sorry, five minutes is up. That was never five minutes. I'm afraid it was. It wasn't. I'm sorry, but I'm not allowed to argue anymore. What? If you want me to go on arguing, you'll have to pay for another five minutes. Yes, but that was never five minutes just now. Oh, come on. <laughs> Look, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, but I'm not allowed to argue unless you've paid. Oh, all right. Thank you. Well? Well, what? That wasn't really five minutes just now. I told you, I'm not allowed to argue unless you've paid. I just paid. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. Uh, look, I don't want to argue about well, that. Well, you didn't pay. Aha. Uh -huh. If I didn't pay, why are you arguing? I've got you. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. If you're arguing, I must have paid. Not necessarily. I could be arguing in my spare time. Oh, I've had enough of this. No, you haven't. <laughs> oh, shut up. I want to complain. You want to complain? Look at these shoes. I've only had them three weeks and the heels are worn right through. No, I want to complain. If about... you complain, nothing happens. You might as well not bother. Oh. And my back hurts and when it's a fine day and I'm sick and tired of this office. Hello, I want to... Oh! No, no, no. Hold your head like this. Then go, wow. Try it again. Oh! Better, better, but wow, wow. Put your hand there. No. Now. Wow! Good, good, that's it. Stop hitting me. What? Stop hitting me. Stop hitting you? Yes. Why'd you come in here, then? I wanted to complain. Oh, no, that's next door. It's being hit on the head lessons in here. What a stupid concept. <laughs> it's a stupid concept. <laughs> I cut that one a little short, sorry. <laughs> oh, fun. I hope you guys enjoyed other people being funnier than Chris and Paul on the Chris and Paul show. <laughs> we're very good at we're, we're feeling sporting. We're feeling uninspired today. No. We were inspired by Super Friends. I'm just not as inspired by Fanfare for the Common Man. So again, you can call us WMSR DJ or 503-437-00 DJ if you're listening in. Um, but since we're not, uh, I think we should talk about my favorite cartoon. You have a favorite cartoon? I kind of. Here's the problem. I had a lot of favorite cartoons. Okay. As a child. Of course, there's a, there's a, there's a stipulation. Um, but one of the <laughs> things that I really did love were, you know, those kitty animes. Gundam, Gundam Wing. Ooh, yes. Um, I was a Dragon Ball Z fan, except for the fact that I realized that they took what should have been one episode and made it into <laughs> about 40. Well, that's the... That's, the, uh, that's when I lost that's it. That's the deal you, 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 you know, get when you walk into a... <laughs> Well, something like that. I mean, anime. Episode. I mean, anime. They they do that. They do overdraw things like that. But Dragon sure. Ball Z just took it to the extreme. Well, Dragon Ball Z took it to the extreme. Here's the thing. Did you, now to tell me this? Did you did you watch it late at night or did you watch it on Toonami? I watched it Toonami. Toonami, of course. Now here's the thing. Also, because they dumbed about, it down for Toonami. That's true. But Dragon Ball Z, I started reading the manga. So then I was like, oh, this is what it's really supposed to be like, and this <laughs> takes far less time. Than waiting for every single episode to come out. So I but, mean, Goku probably stands with his hands over his head for five episodes at one point. Exactly. No, that truly does happen. <laughs> it does. That does take place. Um, I have another anime, kind of kitty anime, that I did like a lot. Um, it was called Zoids. Do you remember Zoids? <gasps> I think I do. Okay, it was really weird. All all about these like animal tigers and whatever fighting. That's all I remember. <laughs> I don't remember that much except for this. So here's the theme from that. Enjoy. そこにどんな人が暮らし笑い合っているのでしょうそこでどんな夢が生まれ育まれて
That's all you need to know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bam. It was, I mean, it was a fun show. The theme obviously isn't very catchy. That's not what drew me in. No. But guess what I'm doing, Paul? Uh, you're, you're sitting in a radio studio. You have headphones on. You're wearing an orange shirt. That's Winner. also true, but I am actually currently going through Gundam Wing, all of the episodes. I uh, I envy you. <laughs> it's awesome. That's all you need to know. So uh, again... I, I recently season, finished season two of Dexter. Of Dexter's Lab or Dexter? Actually, just Dexter. Okay. <laughs> the, the serial killer show, which is <laughs> kind of funny. Very, very confused. <laughs> Anyways, we have another Firesign Theater thing coming up for you. Uh, again, this is the show where Chris and Paul aren't very funny, but we're still taking callers. So if any of you guys want to call and just chat, we can do that. Uh, this next one, though, is a Firesign Theater top secret government UFO warning. Enjoy, everyone. If you're watching this, then... Yes. Is General Curtis Goethe. If you are viewing this film, then we are under extraterrestrial attack. Beware. Your brain may no longer be the boss. If you are beginning to doubt what I am saying, you are probably hallucinating. Listen carefully. What to do if an alien appears? What? Drop under the seat of your plane and look away. Two. Avoid eye contact. Three. If there are no eyes, avoid all contact. How to identify alleged sightings? What? Pie plates or as reflections in the atmosphere. Two. Dry cleaning bags filled with marsh gas or... Three. Mass insanity. How to inform your wife and others under your command. Can I cushion that up for you? Oh, she got that requisition. Oh, she gets it. She gets it in the car. Honey and and men, I have something awesome to reveal to you. Oh, well, go ahead, sir. Go, go ahead. Two flying saucers have just landed on my plate. Well, well turn away, sir. I'll eat them. <laughs> Good thing. Men. Our greatest fear is realized. We are under attack from superior consciousness. The eggs, sir? They're only the beginning. All right, men. Questions, questions. Um, sir? Yes, Major? Uh, pass the uh, syrup, General? <sighs> That's a good idea, Chuck. <laughs> but syrup won't stop them. But, Next. Uh, uh, sir? Colonel? Are you nuts? <laughs> that is just exactly what they want you to believe. <laughs> the, uh, eggs, sir? Let's just call them the phenomena. Well, if I may respectfully submit, sir, I... I think you've got your phenomena scrambled, General. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, what, what about my eggs, dear? Honey, they're in everybody's eggs. Another cup of coffee, sir. Settle down a bit. Conclusion! They think he is insane. Yet, he outranks them. His option, command. What? He seals off the area. Two. Secures the cooperation of local officials. Three. Obtains expert scientific assistance. Four. Evacuates all government employees. Five. And bombs aliens back to stone. 
Hope you guys enjoyed that. That was Firetime Theater. One. <laughs> what to do if you're under an alien attack. Two. So, <laughs> Paul's just going to keep saying the numbers over and over and over. False again. statement. I'm not going to say any more numbers until... well. One. <laughs> One. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, anyways, we've got some awesome emails, and I'm going to bring them up right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you guys haven't emailed us before, you can contact us at chrisandpaulwmsr at gmail.com. And let's see what we got. <laughs> so up first, uh, a, a, a good friend of Chris's uh, messaging all the way from, from France. Who, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing the I'm doing the the theme song. It's like Blues Clues with the mail, except all right. Us. <laughs> I missed that actually. I forgot all about the <laughs> the metal part. Of the yeah. Anyways, we got some mail. Uh, this is from Pierre Vanier, my favorite roommate from your favorite Frenchman from junior from junior year. Yes, my favorite Frenchman. Actually, I know some more Frenchmen. Actually, no, he's the only Frenchman I know. He's the only French guy that I know. So, um, we have. Mr. Pierre emailing saying, hey, Chris and Paul, just got your message. That makes me think of Miami. Ha! <laughs> I miss it so much. You have no idea. French That's such univers- a strange expression. <laughs> I know. <laughs> French university really sucks compared to the American one. I tell you. He tells us. Mm. Paul, I don't know you that much. That's all right. <laughs> but I was Chris's roommate last year. Anyway. I remember. I like, I like that you pointed that out. Anyways, I just hope you guys are going well and that room 255 Emerson Hall is still awesome. I'm sure that Jeff, Sam, and Jeff are looking after it. So Jeff, Sam, and Jeff, you guys are listening in or listening to our podcast, which you can find at... <laughs> Call me off guard. cpafterdusk.blogspot.com. <laughs> I, I didn't really expect that. Or on iTunes. We are on the iTunes store. Ooh, fun. Um, he says he won't be able to listen to us because France doesn't allow him to listen to WMSR. Uh, I didn't realize that. But that's oh, in- perhaps, uh, you know, you can pick it up. It, it's probably something to do with internet uh, radio. I, I think I think France has a lot more restrictions on things like that. It, but, it could be. But they still do some podcasts. But he so. does have a question for us. He does. Um, he asked, what kind of bear is the best? Ghost bears. Ghost bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was from ages ago. When was that? Two years ago. That was already. That was like October before. Oh goodness thanks. gracious! Well, it was right before. Uh, that was a long time ago. If you guys haven't heard the show two years ago, um, we did do a interview segment with with Ghost Bear. Um, Ghost Bear was a local band. They did break up last year as most of their most of their um, most of their members left. But that's okay. We'll survive. Um, Ghost Bear was a great band, and we had them on our show. They did some live stuff, and then we talked about the actual Ghost Bear, which exists. It does it exist. It is, there is a thing such, such as the Ghost Bear. Uh, caller, uh, we are we are on the air. So are you. What's your name? Uh, Sam. Sam. Okay. Sam. Sam. <laughs> which Sam is this? This is the Sam that's supposed to be watching over 255 Emerson. Oh, Sam, I'm so glad. Isn't it great to hear from Pierre? It is great to hear from Pierre. It's oh. like the best. Like I hear from him like once every two months or something. Really? And it's like always the best day of that two-month period. Oh, I'm <laughs> glad. Well, I'm so glad you called in. What 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 are you up to right now, Sam? I'm I'm listening to CP after dusk. That's what I'm doing right <laughs> That's now. That's what you're doing? Very nice. Very nice. Solely doing one thing. Well, well Sam, we do have a question mm-hmm, for you. We do. So like it or not, you, you're, you're going to yeah. have to answer it, man. Okay. If, so I have to answer it correctly. Uh, you. This isn't like the last time. This this one you can only answer correctly. Wait, 
So don't, don't get a prize. So don't mess it up. <laughs> you don't get you don't get a prize this time, unfortunately. Okay, well then I don't I don't really feel like I want to answer. Okay, so <laughs> we'll give you a prize. It'll be um you get to you get two pennies. Okay, well, but I mean, I called in before on a different show, and you said my prize was to hang out with Chris. Yeah, it's just like it's just like still, sweepstakes. Sweepstakes take like here. six weeks to come into effect. I, I got those pennies. Like I got those pennies, Sam. Weeks. Look, you have the pennies. They're right. We'll leave well, them in the studio you for me, you. Will you give me the pennies when I do my show tomorrow? The time machine. <laughs> um, Eight, nine to ten. Yeah, we'll we'll leave them in the studio for. I'll actually be at the airport, but I'll leave them in the studio. For All you. right, Sam, you're not getting off that easy though. You okay. still have to answer this question. You ready? What is your favorite childhood cartoon? Oh, let's see. My favorite childhood cartoon. Well, the I, don't know I don't know what counts as childhood because I still watch cartoons. That's okay. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe like Powerpuff Girls. That was a classic. That was another cartoon. That was one at the same time around uh, Dexter's Lab. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Well, well, you played Dexter's Lab, and the first thing my mind went to was, oh, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah. They usually shared the like, 7 o'clock, 7.30 time slots. Exactly. That's why I thought of it. Like, <laughs> bubbles and Buttercup dedicating their lives to fighting crime and the forces, forces of, of evil. evil. Well, I do have something for you. Um, just, ju- just as you requested, or you didn't request, but you kind of did. Uh, we have the Powerpuff Girls theme. Are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready to hear that again. Okay, well, enjoy this, sir. Enjoy it. Sugar. Okay. Spice. And everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect little girl. But Professor Utonium accidentally added an extra this is my favorite part. to the concoction. Chemical X. Damn. Thus, the Powerpuff Girls were born! Using their ultra superpowers, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup have dedicated their lives to fighting crime and the forces of evil! This is where all the villains come on the screen. And this is where they kick their butts. Pow! Biff! Bam! So, you're welcome, Sam. <laughs> There's another piece of nostalgia for you. I, I just feel like like my heart has been lifted. <laughs> I'm glad. Because of the, because of the Chris and Paul show. Oh, because Sam. of the CP after dusk. CP after dusk. It's okay. Not the anymore. It's okay. Um, hey, have you enjoyed these Firesign Theaters and uh, Monty Python stuff we've been planning for you? Have. Okay. I've been enjoying... I like the first one the most, I think, Nick so Danger. Far. Nick Danger might make a return appearance if Nick we have time. I, I would say he certainly will. Because uh, we've got the Good. second part of that, so... Because I wanted to search for it on YouTube, like Paul suggested, but then I was like, wait a minute, I'm listening to the Chris and Paul show. I can't do both <laughs> of them at once. Uh, okay, well, we'll get that second part for you then, too. Um, thanks okay. for calling so much, Sam. Enjoy yourself. Um, I hope you enjoyed the Powerpuff Girls. All right, we'll catch you later, Sam. Awesome. Okay. Adios. That Adios. was probably the only time I've ever heard Sam Baird come on the show and only mention his show once. Once, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did get it in. So You know, something interesting props. came up during that, though. He mentioned the Powerpuff Girls? Yeah. How could, how could Professor um, dedicate the girls' lives the girls' lives. He's dedicating their lives to fighting crime and the forces of evil. 
That's just ridiculous. He's just he's just making those kids those just fly all over town, beat up, and it, and it shows too. You know, Mojo Jojo, that guy's a jerk, and he puts a he, he's too hard on those girls. You know, you put way too much thought into this. <laughs> um, we're gonna move on to our next message. Uh, this is this is uh, from Andrew Bowman. Uh, Dear Chris and Paul, you recently sent a Facebook message asking for questions for your show. I want to contribute to your show. Too bad. Done. With with a deep and meaningful question. So I skipped a class so I could think of a great question for you to answer on your show tonight. You're just going to cut him off, you jerk. After much deliberation and sacrificing a small mammal, Good work. I've come up with my question. What are you doing for fall break? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have someone extra special is coming to visit. Um, you do? That's all That's all the listeners need to know. I won't right. go into that. But we're going to go to Jungle Gym, so I'm excited. Jungle Gym is a good place excited. to go. What about yeah. you? What are you doing for fall I break? I don't have plans. Okay. I mean, I, there's, there's a chance of a road trip. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I'm probably going to be in town, to say okay. the least. Okay, well, we've got another one. We're going to go straight to our next email. You want to read this one? It's from I Love Chris Paul <laughs> to, to us. To us, yes. So, so uh, this one, this 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 email address is very similar to ours. I'm not going to say it because that would be rude, but uh, it's literally like five letters away from our email address. <laughs> Good. Okay, so if Halloween was your favorite holiday, and I'm not talking about just the United States holidays, but also holidays across the globe and possibly that new Goldilocks zone, the fi- that planet science that new goldilocks zones planet scientists apparently just discovered this includes even the the strange canadian ones that often appear on our calendars yet nobody really <laughs> knows why if halloween if halloween was your favorite holiday and candy corn was your favorite candy of the seasonal halloween candies not all candies seriously do you think what <laughs> do you think that either of you would be fun to be around during all other times of the year. Please answer openly and honestly, including the four greatest Halloween costumes you've ever worn or wanted to wear. Sincerely, your number seven fan. I was on rate last year, but Jimmy's ex Tina ran away with a guy named Christopher Paul, and now he hates you guys. <laughs> yeah, me. Oh, Chris Paul. I love Chris Paul. Chris Paul was never a guest on our show, though one one time someone did mistakenly call in trying to trying to get a hold of him. Um, okay, let's go to the first question. Right. There's um, there's many hidden in here. The first question was if Halloween was our favorite holiday and candy corn was our favorite candy, do you think either of us would be fun to be around during all other times of the year? I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> yes. If it is your favorite holiday, yes. If it is your, if candy corn is your favorite candy, absolutely. Now this is what made it for me. Uh, candy corn being my favorite candy of the seasonal Halloween candies. Now if he would have mm. said in general, because then you get into you know strawberry flavored candy canes, you get into Haribo gummy frogs. Sure. I mean just the sour belts. Those are one of my favorite. That's that's too much to compete with. But Halloween candies, candy corn, I could deal with that, and I think I would be fun around. You know, the candy corn, I was never really a fan of until we got our new Chris and Paul logo because the dusk image, it looks like a candy corn. If you if you look at it right, if you squint a little bit, yeah. That's kind of weird. But and, and let's look move past to the, the heli- second corn. And past the helicopter. Just look past the helicopter. And you see the candy corn. You know what I'm talking about. Are you sure you're not on something today, Paul? I'm fine, man. <laughs> Just checking. Um, the second question, four greatest Halloween costumes you've worn or wanted to wear. Start with two you've actually worn and then two you've wanted to wear. Go okay. Ahead. So one that I'm not going to lie was suggested by somebody else that I want to wear. Mm-hmm. Do I do that one first or which one am I doing? Do first? that one. Go. Okay. So uh, wacky waving inflatable alarm flailing tube man. Yes. Connects. Okay, <laughs> this is a suggestion from a so friend of mine and, and it, was, it was great. Wacky waving inflatable alarm flailing tube man. Okay. So you're like an inflatable tube man. Yes. Like the ones that wave. Yes. Okay, and the other it. one, Danny DeVito. 
<laughs> be hard to do for you, Paul. You're a little hey, tall. I can shrink. A little tall. Um, okay, I'll do the two that I actually have done okay. before. I once was a camera in the first grade, and <laughs> actually some bullies took the camera costume from me. It was made out of cardboard. My, bullies. my mom made it. They took it, and they ripped it apart. And Jeez. Uh, I cried, and they got suspended. Son of a man. <laughs> so you, the reason why you liked it so much was because of It the, was uh, an awesome costume. Actually, it has nothing oh, to do I, with I the bully I thought you were saying you got, you, got something, you got the bullies in trouble. I kind of did. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like really sweet. It was made out of cardboard. I was like a Kodak, you know, old school, big old camera. I gotcha. Um, the other favorite costume that I had, and I pull off pretty well, is the hobo. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I yeah. get the scraggle going, uh, overcoats. When you're um, looking a little unkempt, it, it shows. Man. It was it was pretty good, um, and then two that I've always wanted. I'm gonna steal these from my younger brother Timothy um, because he's always had great Halloween costume. First, Santa Claus, right? Um, best Halloween costume ever. Second, Abraham Lincoln Memorial. Memorial. This kid took he took some cardboard, made a box around his legs, and then put like a skirt to hide the, his actual legs, and then put his arms up on this thing and walked around like it was just this floating Abraham Lincoln Memorial, and he like you know painted his face gray Absolutely. and everything. It was great. So two you've actually worn. Two I've actually worn, worn. One that is my favorite that I've ever done is a Legends of the Hidden Temple contestant. <laughs> so I actually got the uh, the golden helmet, the the green monkey shirt, and yellow pads, and even a mouth guard. So I'd say I went all out for it. It was it was a good time. I think there's an image of me on Facebook somewhere. Um, and the other one that I've worn before, I once went as a Pikachu, which... Now I look at back at it, it was a really bad costume. <laughs> I think it was just like a yellow sheet with brown stripes <laughs> and partial tail. It, yeah. it, was, it was entertaining. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Anyways, we're going to move on to our second email. Thank you so much, uh, number Third. seven. Four. Sorry, this is four. This is number four. Oh, wow. Uh, this is from Old Fogey. He's, a, he's a regular, but we just found something out about him. Uh, hello, Chris and Paul. This is Old Fogey sitting here with older Fogey enjoying a tale of gun smoke and on TV and getting ready nice. to play a game of Skippo. Just want to report that we are doing fine getting older and fogier. Sorry we are missing your show getting past our bedtime. <laughs> Sad day when your bedtime is nine. Uh, just have one question. Just how old do you have to be to be a fogey? Is it after college? Because if it is, I'm going back in. <laughs> Cheers, old fogey. Old fogey. Um, That's a great signature. Cheers, I'm gonna old say, fogey. <laughs> I'm going to say, what What do you think, old fogey? 60? Uh, he's, he's, I would say 55. 55 is old fogey. Yeah. Uh, you don't have once to you hit in. that point, you're getting a little it, senile. It's not after college. So, anyways, I think they deserve something pretty fun, right? Sure. Um, we have Nick Danger Part Two. Um, this is the the same the same story. I'm pretty sure that we were just listening to at the beginning of our show. Right. Um, if you missed it, go go and look for Nick Danger Part One, or just listen to our our podcast. Here. Oh yeah, that'd be even better. Listen to our podcast. That costs us money. But if that makes you feel better. Before, before we go into the break, we are getting another caller. And we're going to oh, take it. So uh, Good. just a moment here. Let's take the caller. Hello, I'm caller. So You're excited. on live with Chris and Paul. Chris is a little too anxious. Woo-hoo! How are you doing tonight? I'm Jeff. <laughs> I, okay, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Nice to know your name. I didn't really ask that. I was asking how you're doing. Well... I couldn't hear because of the crazy man shouting in the background. <laughs> I'm but, so um, excited. No, I'm doing good. That's I'm good. doing real good. Well, of course. Are we, you in college, young man? I am in lots of college. <laughs> uh, I'm in your college. My college, my collage. I have a collage. I just made that collage. That's creepy. Yeah. What are you doing, creeping on my collages I make? 
You don't need to know. <laughs> you don't know. Good. Well, Jeff, uh, as always, we have a question for our callers. So the question this week is, what was your favorite childhood cartoon? Okay, well, I've heard a lot of Cartoon Network being thrown around, so I wanted to give Nickelodeon some love and say that mm. my favorite childhood cartoon was Ren and Stimpy. Ooh, really? I mean, I, mean, he, he, oh, I get that reaction a lot, but... I think that it's disgusting and gross and hilarious. <laughs> it is, in fact, all three of those things. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, probably we'll probably have to hit a uh, happy, happy, joy, joy for you. Just, uh, we've got just the rings. oh yeah, I, that's like my ringtone actually. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> yes. I don't know what that I is. I have a ringtone that's happy, happy, joy. That oh, was my, well, that was in, that was get actually excited, in the... Chris. Prepare to be cultured. Okay. Cause... Well, the only happy, happy, joy, joy I have here is like six minutes long. Is that what? Okay, not right. well, we'll we'll get around to the happy happy joy joy maybe another time. Yeah. But we're actually going to roll into uh, the rest of our Nick Danger. Danger, you kind of interrupted us, Jeff. Did you enjoy Nick Danger, Jeff? Oh, well. Did you enjoy? I love Nick Danger, okay. and I'll enjoy listening to it again. Okay, well here's the second part of it. Enjoy. All right, thanks. Bye. Oh, Nick, wake up! Are you all right? Oh, yes. Oh, then stop slapping me. Uh, uh, Oh, no, Nancy, Nancy, what's the bird's eye lowdown on this caper, whatever that means? Nick, we can't talk to you. Mm-hmm. We can't talk to you. What does it mean we can't talk to you? We can't talk Oh, you're right, we can't. What's the way you do? Follow me. This one. This is much better. We're at the chapel now. It's soundproof, so no one can hear us. What did you say? I said no one can... What? No, never mind. Follow me. What? Here, take my hand. This way. Ah, this is much better. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fancy layout you've got here, Nancy. What's this, your boudoir? Oh, no. These are the kennels. Putting on the dog, eh? <laughs> well, say, where are all the doggies? They've mysteriously disappeared. Oh, yeah? Yes, I just told you. Along with the servants, they were very attached to one another. Where? At the wrist and ankles. Wait a minute. You said all the servants had disappeared. Did I? What about your butler? You mean Catherwood? Yes, madam. Oh, oh. Catherwood. Oh, you startled me. I'm sorry, madam. What are you doing there on all fours? I'm looking for my script. Why don't you just go on without me? Listen, Nancy. I smell a rat. So do I. I think he's got my script. Oh, yes, a uh, catherwood. Yes. You look for it, all right? All Gee, right, you. madam. Uh, Nick, quickly, yeah, through the sacred panel. Right. Oh. 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 This, this is, is the, the portrait, portrait gallery. <laughs> this, this is, is the, the portrait. portrait. <laughs> There's an echo in here. <laughs> this is the portrait gallery, Nick. It's the safest room in the mansion. Mm. No one can find us here. All right, Nancy. Get your Get hands, hands off, off me. me. What's the scoop? Chocolate butterscotch or Rocky Rococo Road. That reminded me. How had she gotten herself involved with that slimy weasel Rococo? And how do I make my voice do this? Oh, nicky, nick, nick. It all began 20 years ago with the mysterious disappearance of my husband. You mean you were already married when I sold you that ring? No wonder she hadn't been able to meet the payments. What? So that was your secret. Oh, what a sap I've been. Oh, yes. But that night... 
The strangest thing happened. That usually goes along with being just married. My husband, Johnny, he... Oh, Nick, I want to tell you the horrible truth, the whole truth, all of it. The man behind everything. Gee, madam. Let me handle this, Nancy. Uh, Far out, Catherwood. Just roll a couple of bombers and leave them on the side table. Yes, madam. Pardon me, madam. I I seem to have crashed. It's been such a long exposition, you know. I'm so tired. Catherwood, yes, can't you see you're upsetting Nancy? Leave us alone. Well, how much would you like, sir? Five hundred? A thousand? I am scray, Oster Bay. Oh, of course, sir. Uh, uh, I'm so tired. I haven't All right, Nancy, go on with your story. Start with your dreadful secret. Oh, Nick, I can't. I can't. I'm so confused. Well, why don't you just hold your thumb next to your line? See, like this. Huh? Like, I, this way I don't get confused and I never lose my place. Uh, I, I feel faint. The whole world is spinning. Why, that's lucky for us, Nancy. If it were flat, all the Chinese would fall off. Oh, I... Why, she's no fun. She fell right over. Wait a minute. Didn't I say that line on the other side of the record? Where am I? I'd better check. Who is now? It's okay. They're speaking Chinese. Poor Nancy. She's fainted. I'll just wrap her skirt around her head like this to keep her warm. Now I'll press her body close to mine to keep me warm. She looked so helpless there, spread-eagled on the floor. I beat the eagle off and gave her a quick mouth-to-mouth resuscitation shot. And then it struck me. What a sap she had. Ah, good girl, can't she? That's a holy brother. Oh, poor Nicky. He's bleeding. I'll tear this strip off my petticoat. Ah, there. You tie him up with this. I'll go through his pockets. All right. Careful, careful. Don't wake him up. That contract must be on him somewhere. Audrey. You fools. What? Haven't you found the contract yet? Your time is almost up. Rococo, you slimy blackmailer. How did you get in here? You don't have a key. No, only half a key. What? I had to split it with a sound effects man. Where is the contract, you absent-minded old... Wait wait a minute, wait a minute. Here it is. I found it. It was taped to his leg. Give me that. I've got it at last. All right. All right. Now, maybe you'll leave us in peace, Rococo. Give me the negative. Of course. Here it is. Oh, at last. Now we're out of your evil clutches. Dan, Dan, wait a minute. Look at this negative. It isn't us. It's an interesting approach, but it isn't us. She's right. What are you trying to pull on me, Rococo? Oh, my goodness. I I, I must have sent the wrong negative to the policeman. I, I mean, I, I must have left yours in the car. I'll, uh, I'll go get it. a second, Rococo. You're not going nowhere until you've explained what you've done with that filthy piece of blackmail. Are you threatening me? Why, you stupid toad. I ought to beat your brain out. No, oh, put down that pickle. You'll never get away with this, Rococo. Oh, yeah? Didn't you ever see Casablanca? 
The thick veil of pain lifted enough for me to eyeball the situation. Rococo, that sleazy weasel, how did he get in here? And what was he doing with that pickle in one hand and my contract in the other? I had no choice. Nancy and the old butler were frozen with terror. I struggled quietly to my feet and flung myself headfirst at Rococo's stomach. Saved our life. This ain't no time for ticker tape parades, baby. Get me out of these ropes and into a good belt of scotch. Uh, let me uh, hold that contract for you, Mr. Danger. I'll keep that contract, Catherwood. Oh, but you can take this pickle off my hands. Oh, no, I think you better hold on to that, Nick. Good thinking, sweetheart. Lieutenant Bradshaw will need all the evidence he can get. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, you should stick around, too, Danger. You can uh, help him put all the pieces together, you know. Right. <laughs> no, no. A left. Oh! I felt like I was being kicked in the head by the whole chorus line at Minsky's. So Nancy was in on this caper. I felt myself going under. The biggest long shot Louis at Hialeah wouldn't put a fin on my fate now. This time, something told me I was out for lunch. I even began to hear things. I'll never forget. Oh. Oh. Keep your nose oh. If you want to find out what happens on Nick Danger, tune into our podcast now and listen to our show next week because <laughs> we're out of time. So We are, in fact, out of time, yes, but we'll be back next week with more Nick Danger. It'd be so fun. And potentially a new intro. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I hope you guys enjoyed the show where Chris and Paul realized exactly how not funny they were and let other people do the funny talking. It um, happens. It's it been happens. a pleasure as always. I love I love Rick. Can I just take I'm gonna take a minute right now. You got a minute. Just to say that this radio show is not the most important part of my life, but it's it's a nice little Nice little niche in my life. It's it pretty, fits pretty good in there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time. So, we enjoy the chance to uh, bring you guys the funny or make the funny if we get that opportunity. So uh, keep with us. Check out the podcast. You can get to it at uh, I don't know the thing or else I'd say it right now. Cpafterdusk.blogspot.com. And of course, send us some emails. We got some great ones this week. It's Chris and Paul WMSR at gmail dot com. Once Thank again, you. that's Chris and Paul. WMSR at gmail.com. Bingo. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to leave him with a song. What song are we leaving him with? Uh, you know what? It's going to be The Dolly Rod's A Little Messed Up. The what? The Dolly Rod's a, l- a Little Messed Up. Okay. Enjoy, everyone. And uh, be sure to tune in for this next hour. We have The Stack. Enjoy.